Well, USDA just never disappoints, you know, when it comes to delivering a September surprise. And the surprise in Friday's stocks report was a plunge in corn stocks to 1.377 billion bushels, down from the trade guess. No wonder it was a surprise. The trade was guessing 1.512 billion. The rise in soybean stocks was a surprise as well, but only because the market didn't expect it to be quite that much. They were expecting maybe a slight adjustment. Coney and Kavanaugh stand by to unpack all of it for us. Give us their thoughts on what it means as harvest gets up to speed over the weekend. And of course, the guys are brought to you by the Allen County Farm Bureau. You know, when you have a membership, not only does it support all of the efforts in D.C. and at the state capitol, but you get a ton of benefits too. How can you go wrong? When you become a member, you get discounts on hotels, computers, cars, trucks. and But again, like I say, you're supporting your local Farm Bureau with a membership. And that is vastly more important. Go online to itpaystobeamember.org. David, start us out with some of the numbers. Start with the soybean number at 274 million bushels, up 30 million. Like I said, the trade guess was for an uptick, but not quite that much in the soybeans. Well, you have to go to last year because they had the production last year at four. Four, three, five, and it came out now with the revised numbers because it's the end of the government's fiscal year, September 30th. So it came in at 4.465. So they increased it by 30. So what they do, they added it back to the carryover ending stock. So yes, not a big surprise for that. But the corn, Rob, you know, it's like a healthy person being hit with a defibrillator. It's more than a shot. <laughs> One three seven seven. I mean, everybody's talking one five. And the interesting thing is that this propels this lower ending stocks of corn to this next year's supply and demand numbers, which will reduce ultimately potentially next year's carryover, which is low to begin with. Where are we going to go with these ending stocks numbers that we got this year if we had carry them over? And what happens to next year then? It keeps us very tight. As we said many times before, that uh, essentially at 1.2 billion carryover, you're out of corn. You're down to pipeline supplies, and now the carryover at 1.377 is very close to being out of corn. Given a normal yield and production type of a number, we will keep next year's carryover potentially lower than 1.377. Very tight, and it keeps the market on the defensive. There is no room for error, and we always have some error. So that's underlying support to corn for quite some time. And talk about tight, John. Everything is tight. All the majors, you know, corn, soybeans, and wheat. But wheat, cut wheat production by 133 million bushels. It was tight before, but boy, that now it's really tight. How do you explain that, David? Where did that uh, 133 million production, all wheat production, come from? That shocked the market. It that sure did. Yeah. And I think this is what they finally come to grips with. And this thing's really been bothering me. We saw the drought conditions out west. They didn't really get the rains to help them that much. But I kept noticing all the wheat quality crop tour in Kansas showed very poor yields. That, I think, is finally being put in here. Because people are asking on Twitter, how come the USDA was so wrong about the wheat production numbers? Well, I think they were kind of living with the satellite data, which is always very skewed to the positive side. I think now that we got actual knowledge about what the crop turned out to be and got scale tickets and got all kind of information, they finally realized a much smaller wheat crop than they expected, to no surprise to me, because of all the weather problems they've had. And by the way, if everybody see the latest drought map came out on Thursday, 
It's getting drier out west again. And we're also seeing some of the eastern part of the western Corn Belt getting a lot drier, too. So it's great weather for planting wheat. Yeah. No about that. <laughs> but other than that, if you're trying to do other stuff, it's not going to be good with the drier weather continuing. We're going to take a quick break right there. We've got round two with boys coming up next. We're going to jump back into the soybean conversation because soybean production in Argentina and Brazil, a couple of things we need to talk about there. So we'll be back with Colleen Cavanaugh right after this. Podcasts by Federated Media. 